I know exactly where I would like to start. Okay. After we spoke last, they cut Frank A. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. What's up, guys? This is Babes and Bali, and we are back. I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. Immediately, pretty much. Yeah. We I, had this whole, like, <coughs> moment. I know. I put it out there that I was a fan. <laughs> sweater and, weather. Sweater weather. Also, like, I had kind of mentioned, I think he does fall kind of towards the end of our point guard depth. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, he had impressed me, not the most, but, like, he was top three out of preseason for me. Well, that's why he's got to go. Frank A. (laughs) That's that's why it's not going to work out. I just knew it was going to be Kenridge. I wasn't even sweating it. You were nervous, and I was like, no, it's Kenridge. Hands down. Like, why are you worried? And then I got that update, and I was like, they just don't want me to have anything. I can't even have sweaters. No, don't get attached. It was too late. I guess I just needed the reminder. Yeah, it was a harsh one. Yeah. Nicknames, fashion the whole thing and then James and then James and then James um we haven't really spoken well I mean like obviously we've spoken but we haven't had a face-to-face moment since the Thunder's first game was postponed not the Thunder's fault take two I know, and I think it's very odd that we were the first game out of each season to have a game postponed, and um, yeah, it was postponed because I think there were two positive Rockets tests, and then there were a few others out for the contact tracing, and then James mm-hmm. Harden broke protocol, so he also could not play, but he wasn't like at a strip club. He was at a seated event, okay? And I'm like, you didn't look very seated to me. But also, like, it was not a strip club, he said. He was supporting a friend's journey. And then, I mean, he pretty much confirmed that he broke protocol (laughs) on his own. (laughs) No, I'm over this journey, okay? So he pretty much confirmed it himself. And then I think... They said that the Rockets did not have eight players to suit out, and that was the requirement. So, suspended, postponed. Um, I'm embarrassed for James a little bit. Kind of sets a poor example. But, I mean, I guess you can do whatever you want when you're getting offered, like, when you're turning yeah. down, like, 
I mean, an extra. The final thing for me with him, like we've had all this breaking protocol stuff, which is just like really crappy to me anyways, because you're just putting your teammates at risk. You're putting yourself at risk, you know, like on and on and on. But when they said that he threw that ball at the rookie in practice, I'm like, okay, like now you're just being a shit all around. It was kind of like a little Kevin Love moment when he was being pissy mm-hmm. with the rookies. Yeah. For the when the Cavaliers were tanking. Yes, mm-hmm. I still don't. I didn't Sad. like that then, and I don't <laughs> like this now. You know. Yeah. But we did finally get our opener versus the Hornets tonight, Saturday night. It was Poku's birthday. Poku. Bless he brought his the fashion. Heart. He brought the fanny pack. Puffer vest. He does like a puffer vest. That makes him. Who's your favorite? 19? Right? I don't really know. I know he's a precious angel. Okay, who is my favorite? Was, uh, he was green light go tonight. He was. Um, okay, I have two I have two favorites, but they're for different reasons. So I'm going to start with the most shocking one. And I'm going to say SGA, because him and I don't really agree a lot. But he had, like, kind of a gray denim on with a black shirt, black puffer vest, black mask, black shoes. Like, it was just a moment for me. Black hoodie under yes. the black puffer vest. Yes. The air the black air Nikes. It was a look and there was a black designer logos on his jeans. I thought his jeans looked nice. Yes, and like normally I pick fun at his pants options because they're just a little strange to me. But these ones, I just thought as a unit, okay unit. Okay, unit. Yeah, I thought he looked good. SGA looked super clean. Uh, I thought Hami looked super clean, too. He was in, like, a light wash jeans. I'm like, I see you, Levi's. Because didn't he, isn't he doing Levi's? Yes. And a red hoodie with white low-top sneakers, but they were, like, a paint splatter. So I thought that Hami looked super clean. My favorite, I think everybody's favorite, at Misty Skin, Leather yeah. Daddy, Chris yeah. Paul leather jacket vibes. So, I mean, Mike Moose was my other favorite, but I knew that you were going to come through and mention it, so I knew I could <laughs> no lead worries. with SGA. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. I'm here for Mike Moose. Oh, and he had like a gray suede boot. Yeah, and like a little white button-up shirt, black skinny jeans, the leather, the black mask. He was ready. It was a look. He had like his bag, bags. He has multiple bags. He's prepared, (laughs) and he's ready to play basketball. What you got in that bag. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, Mike Moose. I feel like he gets the win, yeah. 
misty skin leather daddy like that's all you need to know he's the winner you're exactly right i don't have this never happens to me i basically got to watch the whole game at work except for the first pretty much like things super settled down and i was just watching the game on my phone and you were like you know if you need any notes and i'm like no actually i think i'm good I think I'm ready to roll tonight. Um, but I don't have a lot of first quarter notes, so I don't know. You can tell me how the vibe started. The vibe started that Darius showed up and he was ready to shoot the ball. But <laughs> I will say it wasn't like off-putting or anything, but I mean, he was out here doing stuff. Um, I think he scored first for us and he even made like a free throw jumper which I think is kind of more new to his game like I feel like even in the bubble it was either get to the rim or three so he does have this mid-range game now which I like and I thought the first was fun um I think it was nice that this game was fun because even like if we're just talking about my feelings, like this season could be a little difficult to watch, especially when we hit those stretches of really hard games. So I was just glad that the first game was fun. They got a little wild at the end, but like overall it was fun. A little. There was in the first, I did see that really nice Teo de Moose pass. This yes. could be a Mike Moose fan club episode as a whole. We will have to talk about the fourth quarter because oh, I, not even the fourth quarter, the last minute and 50 seconds. Like I literally stopped taking notes at six minutes in. I put a big heart around Mike Moose's name yeah. and I quit working. And I was like, this is just going to wrap up real nice. I think, was it, maybe it was Michael Cage who was like, they pretty much had a bow on it. Yep. Yeah, same. Like, I was watching, but not as intently because I was like, oh, this is fine. Like, we're going to cruise out this win. And then I think if we were, like, down, or we were up three and they hit a three to tie it maybe, and I was just like, what happened? And the last, it was really like the last two minutes that was atrocious. Nobody could hold on to the ball. But the vibe was right in the first. It seemed like when I settled into the second that we were having a good game. Um, I loved, well, okay, tell me the lineup. Who did we, this is, this is. Okay, so we started George Hill, Lou. SGA, Baby Baisley, and Uncle Al. And I kind of thought that's what it would be after that last preseason game, so I wasn't surprised there. What I was looking for, though, was who was going to sub in first. And Moose came in for Uncle Al, and then later Hami came in for George Hill. So it seems like the first rotation in, that's probably what it's going to be. 
which I felt really, really comfortable with. So we had SGA, Hami, Dort, Baisley, and Moose. And I really liked that lineup. There were several moments tonight where we got a lot of Dort on Hayward, and I liked that a lot. That was fun to watch. Yep. Um, I like Hayward as a whole. I kind of forgot he was a Hornet. And then I was like, I know that Peaky Blinders hair. Uh, Peaky Blinders. He does kind of have Peaky Blinders hair. Um, I completely forgot that that's where he played until I saw the starting lineups. And like I said, I do really like the first subs that we had. I was really comfortable with that. Later, Teo came in and Dort went out, and then Poku came in, and this is where I was like, all right, y'all done lost me, because they put Poku in, fully expected that, and then they put Kenrich Williams in, which is like a touchy subject for me right now, because Frank A, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I was so confident. Kenrich was out and now he's like playing in the first quarter okay <laughs> you know like that would hurt me a little bit yeah I don't understand that at all and my mom she said I kind of like him and I was like no no <laughs> we kept him and Frank has gone I'm sure I'll get over it but this is fresh this is a fresh he was, he was trying to win me over I think it was when was it? I wrote it down. I bet it was in the third. Yeah, he was starting to get a little mouthy, a little testy. He also is bringing the mullet vibe. So, you know, even though we're not on Mike Moose mullet watch anymore, don't worry, there's still a mullet to watch. So I'm checking him out. His hair is an absolute no for me. I'm kind of glad that you brought it up because I was kind of like thinking to myself overall top like bad thunder hair like you know <laughs> going through the history and um, um, number one who was it I stumbled Say across it. in my little mind Kyle Singler the little <laughs> the little um it was the tiniest little bun it wasn't a bun really and then he was slicking it back and he looked like oh no and some of the Jack Nicholson fall. Like circa 19 I don't know 80. <laughs> it was so bad. it does not top that like that's some ultimate bad thunder hair um like that's definitely number one for me and honestly I couldn't think of anything outside of that so I think for me he falls number two. Ouch. Mike Moose was never like a full mullet and I actually really really like Mike Moose so I was trying to like make it okay I was like it's a mullet it's fine because Mike Moose makes big buckets but um yeah I'm not a fan of the hair who's your top like top worst thunder hair oh Kyle Singler that's yeah. it that's it and it's not even a race no that hair that oh we can't talk oh. about how <laughs> every once in a while in Thunder Twitter, somebody will try to be like, Wolf Kyle Singler, and I'm like, don't you do it. Whatever comes after that is just completely irrelevant. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> Actually, 
speaking of Kyle Singler, when I went to that Rockets game last year when Russ was coming back for the first time, I don't remember what the couple next to me, like what they were talking about, but the answer was Kyle Singler and they couldn't think of it. And I very rarely listen in on people next to me. Like if someone's like, oh, were you paying attention? Like it's almost always a no. But for whatever reason, I was actually listening that night. And I'm like, how random is it that the one conversation I have probably at a Thunder game all season is about freaking Kyle Singler? <laughs> That's very unfortunate. Yes, most unfortunate. <laughs> I'm like, we could have chatted about so many other things and it's freaking Kyle Singler. Uh, we finished the first 26, 28 Hornets. Yes, and... Let's talk about Teo for a little bit. Did okay. he seem shaky to you? Mm -hmm. a, l a little, a little off. It's like he couldn't really get settled. Like he definitely seemed nervous to me. This was his first NBA game. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that on Wednesday, he would not have been able to play for personal reasons. So I don't know if, Maybe it has something to do with that. Not certain, but there were just a couple times where, like, I didn't see the preseason Teo really in this game. There were some good moments, but I thought he seemed a little overwhelmed. Teo to Moose, Moose to Teo. That was pretty yeah. much his time to shine tonight, so I gave him a pass because it involved Mike Moose. But you are right. He did – I don't know, like shaky, but I, not bad, just. When he threw the you know, ball like when and there was nobody there. Yeah, to the, what did they say to the Gatorade bucket? Yeah. Um, you know, like when SGA kind of, I don't know if he gets in his head or gets out of his head or in or out of the zone. It kind of just had those vibes for me. Like, I feel like that he just wasn't, quite engaged and like you said it could have something to do with you know him not being available yeah I don't know he just didn't like I thought he really commanded the ball in the preseason and I just feel like there was even a portion maybe it was more in the second when Teo and Hami were playing together and I think we probably had like Poku um Kenrich you know we were deep into the bench and in that situation, you would expect Teo to handle the ball, but it was really a lot more homey. And it wasn't like it was going poorly. I mean, that is whenever we did get down a little bit, which I think is what you'll see most of the season. Our starters look competitive, you know, and then whenever we got into the bench, that's kind of when we went down a little bit. But yeah, it was more homey handling the ball. I thought than Teo and I just thought he had a lot more turnovers and like stuff that I, I hadn't really seen in the first two games that he played in. So it's not like, oh my gosh, sound the alarm. Why did we keep Teo over Frank A? It's not like that. Um, I still think like he's your second option. He will probably even start by the end of the season. Like I'm not saying let's ditch him, but I just wasn't as impressed this game. I mean, roll it back probably two Thunder episodes ago, and I was like, 
we've got a new friend named Teo. I was like, does anybody want to talk about Teo? You know, so no, not sound the alarm, but I wanted a little better start from him. Yeah, Poku had a rough night too. Girl. This angel. In the second, at about nine minutes, I don't know, 35 seconds maybe, Hami had that really nice three-point play. I thought Hami and Dort, they did a really good job of getting to the rim, and they didn't necessarily finish, but they didn't give up on the play either. Mm-hmm. So I thought for both of them, they got a bunch of putbacks. So... Yeah, I was impressed with Hami this game, and I thought Lou looked more engaged as well. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, too, that you brought up Teo, because I wrote down in the second, like, he's taking the shot. Like, he's still trying to get it in, but that's when, like, Charlotte kind of started to get hot. Like, Graham hit the three. Poku was short on a three. Graham had the answer three. And... Uh, you know, Charlotte really started to settle in on their shot. And so the momentum changed quite a bit. Yeah. And with like eight or so minutes in our lineup, and this is when I think I messaged you and I was like, things are getting a little weird. It was Teo, Dort, Kenrich Williams, Poku, and Moose. And then we did put in our main guys towards the end of the second and that's whenever they were able to I think bring it within two at half so it is reassuring that our starters are competitive it is a little nerve-wracking that I don't consider the Hornets a super strong team so I think we kind of take this one and be happy about it like I'm never going to be one of those fans that wants to lose I understand the importance of maybe losing this year, but I think when you look at the schedule, the losses are going to come. Like, January is going to be very rough. Not that we won't win some that people expected us not to, but I'm like, can we just take this first one and be happy about it? Um, interesting. So Matthew Meyer keeps telling me, that players don't tank, organizations do. And I keep saying, but yes, but don't you think the vibe of the organization tanking affects the players in some way? You cannot tell me that it doesn't affect the players in some way. Well, I mean, I am, I have not been shy about this. I am not pro tank. I'm not, you know, I think the reason we play is because sometimes the underdog wins, you know, so this season has been very, very hard on me. I get the concept of it, but I don't like it, you know, and I think we will get some very young, very fun players to watch out of it. So there is an upside, but all I do is win, 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 no matter what, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just don't <laughs> like losing, you know, so I don't watch sports for that. 
Like I want watching the game to make me feel good. And if we happen to have some games like that in this season, I'm going to take it. But I don't like tanking. I'm not a fan. There was that wild play at the end of the second where there's a lot of like shot clock situations. Oh, that was almost messy. There's a lot of shot clock situations in this game for me where for on both sides, but there was that weird section at the end where SGA, he kept it and he kept it and he kept it and, you know, got it to Horford, got it to Dort and, door ended up catching the contact which was I mean it 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 worked out it was like Baker Mayfield bunny hop post-traumatic <laughs> stress syndrome for me though when yeah. SGA just wasn't passing the ball and wasn't passing the ball and it ended up working out and Dort made his free throws which I was glad to see and then SGA missed the jumper and at halftime it was 59-57 was that them or us I think we were down two. And SGA had 12 points, three rebounds, and four assists. LaMelo had 13 points and one rebound. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh. <laughs> you were like, oh, yeah. You. Um, I'm also still just angry because someone, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, blah, 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 mellow. And I was like, uh, there's – one guy nicknamed Mellow, and it's not this punk. Okay, so not like, baby Mellow. So maybe I'm just a little irritated from that. But I saw him, and I was like, first game in, me and you. <laughs> it's not even really their fault. No, it's, I was literally just gonna say that it's Lavar's fault. <laughs> I can't let it go. <laughs> um, in the third, who did we start with? We had the same starting five. So George Hill, Dort, SGA, Baisley, and Uncle Al. And then same, same, Hami and Moose in, George Hill and Uncle Al out. So I think we're going to see that pretty consistently. And that part, I'm okay with, even whenever they bring in Teo and they bring in Poku. And I thought maybe there would be one player that I didn't suspect would get playing time. I thought it would be more Isaiah Roby. I don't know why. But, uh, Henrich, man. The third was fine. He got way more playing time than I, will, I think I will ever feel comfortable with. What did he end with for the night? Hang on. <laughs> Hold on. Because he was out there quite a bit. The third was super fun. 16 minutes? That's a lot from the bench, right? Did he get more playing time than Hami? I think so. 16 minutes is... Uh, Hami got 20, Teo got 20, Moose 18. So he got more than Poku. Poku got 11. Honey, Poku had a terrible shooting night on his birthday. He was 0 of 6. 
He had four birthday rebounds, though. (laughs) (laughs) The third was super fun, like, because we were two for 17 for three, so that was messy. (laughs) (laughs) They did get better towards the end of the fourth, but yes. Dort had those pump fakes, and he got that score, and then George Hill got the three, and he was six for six. So, I mean, no complaints for George Hill for this game whatsoever. And it was just a good, consistent series of plays. Like, Horford got a big block. The Thunder went on a fast break. Like, they really – I felt like played their most competitive ball in the third, and we haven't seen a lot of that. The third is usually a time where things get messy, so I was pleased. Yeah, my mom said she liked Kenridge, that he was scrappy. You said that. (laughs) I will say in the third, like, I even said last time, like, the effort level is there. It is completely there. Sometimes mm-hmm. he's just doing stuff that I'm like, BB, what are you doing? You know? So it's not an effort level thing, but the amount of playing time he got when I was, I was so certain that he wouldn't even make the roster is just like astounding to me. And maybe when Ty Jerome comes back, maybe a lot more of that playing time goes to him, but he is out with the ankle injury. So maybe it's going to turn into nothing. So I'm not like, I'm not like calling it quits now per se, but it stunned me. Okay. 16 minutes. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) I never should have looked at that. I'm not going to be able to let it go. Into the third. It was like seven minutes and some change, and it was 68-65, and Uncle Al had the three-point play, and he had eight rebounds at that point, making it 71-65, and there was right after that where I want to talk about we let Charlotte have three attempts. Do you, you I know you remember. Yes. Like we, uh, Uncle Al finally got the rebound, and – it was right after that, too, that Chris Fisher said that Bays had an irreproachious ir- rebound. I can't even say that. I don't, like, hello vocabulary. I don't even know how he got that out on the air. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, we definitely gave them three shot attempts that oh, time yes. down the court. That Thankfully, I don't think they were really, like, close at all on either three like e- yeah either three eeny meeny mighty <laughs> mo. um yeah that was a moment and i miss steven okay did yeah. you watch him on christmas day because it hurt it was i watched most of the vikings saints game mm-hmm. i was watching homeboy get his what six touchdowns five it was five yes. or six Yes. But I did catch some glimpses of Stephen for Christmas. I'm mostly waiting to spend New Year's with him. Like, so we can go into 2021, like, as we are. Do I wear my jersey on New Year's? 
I feel like I would have if I was at the game. Sad we can't go to the games. I don't want to talk about your Steven Adams jersey. Um, my Steven Adams jersey had nothing to do with this man. Okay. This is some 2020 stuff. Yes. My Steven Adams jersey did not cause this whole entire rebuild, okay? Okay. I just want you to know that when you said it, I was like, okay. I'm going to get another jersey. I just don't know which one yet. Get a Mike Moose jersey because they tried to hit my baby on the fast break in the third. And you were like, something's wrong. Well, I mean, he was doubled over. They took him out. I think maybe he just got the wind knocked out of him. I don't know. He was like, (laughs) Yes, that's the face. (laughs) He was very, very uncomfortable. But they did not to worry. He was fine. But Moose got hit. The Moose was loose and they hit him. Not like Kawhi. I finally saw that clip of him when he got hit and like he had Girl. to get the stitches and stuff when when everybody was like oh he's bleeding i was like yeah yeah whatever but no no that was like a lot of blood <laughs> yes i was Quite like okay yeah for christmas <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um sga had a really nice block and We might as well just talk about it. I am trying to warm up to SGA. Like, and I spent all last year doing it too. Like, I'm trying to gas you up, honey. But there were several times tonight where I was like, this is the moment, this is where you take over and you're the guy. I know a lot of people didn't really feel this way, but I was kind of disappointed in the bubble because that was our first kind of taste of him doing more of that role. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as like when Dennis was gone, I know for the playoffs, like things kind of shifted back to normal, but I think I even said at the time, I like point guard Lou better than point guard SGA Mm -hmm. and we might as well do this full thing right now because it's all kind of tied together Um, my cupcake award I'm gonna give it to Sam Presti because I am upset about Frank A and I don't know if it ties into me not feeling like SGA's a true point guard I know Frank A would technically be fourth on the depth chart. Um, You obviously have SGA, you have Teo. I'm very, very comfortable with that one too. They're saying that Ty Jerome is the third option. So you want playing time for him. I can understand that, but I haven't seen him play, you know. Um, All they had to do for now was keep Frank Jackson on the team and like the cost of that was cutting either Kenrich Williams, Isaiah Roby. I just feel like Frank played that much better and I'm like how do you know that Teo is going to be the second option because he was a little off tonight 
And I'm not saying that like, get rid of tail. That's not what this is at all. But also, how do you know Ty Jerome deserves that as well? Like, I just don't understand cutting a player that, I don't even know how to word it. Like, I just, I just don't get this one at all. And maybe it was more of a money thing. I don't know. And for the sake of tanking. And if, if you're saying that SGA is your guy and Teo's the backup, I understand that. But also, I just feel like Frank Jackson was young. He could have fit into this rebuild as well. And what if SGA looks better in a different position? And I'm not. I'm also not like, you better take the ball away from SGA, game two. <laughs> no. That's not what this is. Of but course not. They have so much growth to do that I just don't know how you could nix that out as a possible piece like that quickly. I think it's definitely something to consider because. I just haven't been able to, I mean, and maybe it's a role he's going to grow into, but if we're doing this tanking thing, I don't think that there's any reason to consider <clears throat> I just don't know if he's our point guard. I don't know if he's my point guard. He's probably everyone else's. And what do I know? But I just yeah. don't. When when Presty was like, that's the guy, I was like, fine. And it will be fine. I mean, I have said all along that his his style of play is not what I like. That doesn't mean he's a bad player. It doesn't mean I think he's no. a bad player. Oh my gosh, no. It's His never, stat line tonight was good. It was fine. Like, he had a good night. He like won. You know, he had he had to redeem himself after those turnovers in the fourth. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he made that clutch three when we needed it. The easiest way I can explain it. Do you remember that? I think it was in the bubble when we were playing the Lakers. And I think Anthony Davis was in foul trouble and LeBron just didn't look very good. And I was like, mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't in the bubble, but I was like, you know, this game is never going to happen again. Well, in that game, do you remember Lou running over Anthony Davis? Yes. Just like straight in, boom, right in front of the rim. I'm like, that's my type. Okay. So like SGA's just not, the style of player that I like and I'm trying to to really get over that um I don't want to be anything but supportive and they've made it very clear that that's the direction we're going in but I'm like but how did you know how did you know that Frank A wouldn't have been <laughs> a better not, <laughs> not better than SGA but I'm saying just a better option to keep on the team I just feel like it was a really bold move. And they obviously know more than I do. He, like, he literally gets paid to do this, you know? Which and maybe it was funny, about money. I don't know. Because you love a bold move, generally speaking. It was bold. They stunned me. 
<laughs> I was like, but the sweaters, okay? <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frank A! <laughs> so, yeah. At the, at the end of the third quarter, uh, Martin hit started hitting threes. He started getting warmed up. We took a timeout. They took SGA out. They put Poku in. You know I got to talk about the Mike Moose dunk. They're like, yeah, I'm sorry about SGA and you and Frank, but Mike Moose, did you see the Mike Moose dunk? <laughs> Do you think it's because he came in in the leather? Because we normally yes. get, like, more three action. <laughs> but he was ready. Um, and then right after that, Teo, that, I think that's when Teo had that really bad pass. Teo had a bad stretch, I think, in the third. And it was yeah. like a, a pass of his was tipped. Like, he threw it out of bounds and nobody was there. I think he got called for a travel. Um, and those weren't the only passes of his that were deflected. So it was just like he was out of rhythm this game. Mm. It <sighs> – it was 80-75 to end the third. We started the fourth. And the first thing I wrote, and I know this is mean, but the first thing I wrote for the fourth quarter was, Jesus, Poku, I'm almost finished. And <laughs> then he took it again, and I was like, times two. <laughs> he took the shot again. And I was like, and then he went out, and Lou patted him on the head. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with you tonight. <laughs> um, and I felt bad because it was like, I loved Nader for that. I was like, take the shot again. <laughs> <laughs> you literally were. You were like, I don't care. Someone has to shoot it. <laughs> Might as well be Nader, okay? Um, I know. <laughs> this is where I'm at with Poku. I thought in the first preseason games there were some moves where it was pretty ballsy for a rookie but it impressed me in preseason so I don't know if it's because he was making maybe more of them so I'm trying not to be too down on him but I mean it it was um like it was his birthday and stuff but it just wasn't it <laughs> yes. wasn't very good today <laughs> oh. it's okay we're gonna do better on monday it'll be fine yeah. absolutely that post holiday ugh, you can only I'm go up it. from here so well and fine. honestly i knew because it's funny to me that you said you didn't really like you kind of started bumbling around at the end of the fourth and you didn't really notice until um they'd hit that three but what I think what your mom is talking about is at the end of the fourth. I think I said the third earlier, but it was the fourth when Kendrick Williams, he was trying to keep that play alive and he started getting mouthy and like the whole team was exhausted as a whole. Like you could tell as a five, uh, even they even said it on the broadcast that Kendrick was gassed. Everybody looked pretty tired to me. And I started getting nervous right then and there. And then that's when Mike Moose hit that three at the shot clock, you know, in, in contention. 
And I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. Totally revived. Everybody's um, fine. Because then Baisley got that three. And that's when I was like, life is good. Yeah, Moose set the tone because it was an awful three-point night, mm -hmm. hands down. But Moose hit one, Baby Baisley hit one, and then Lou hit one. Yes. So that's why I thought we were cruising. Yeah, I'm like, we're done here. Yeah, Lou hit his with like four minutes left, and we were up ten, and I was like, okay, like casual, you know? Um <laughs> Turns out it was not. Um, they got very, very sloppy towards the end of the fourth. The turnovers oh, it was were messy. wild. Turnover awards everywhere. Yeah. Um, I do think it's super fun. I do. I do want to like SGA. I do. I want this season. I want to see enough growth from him that I feel comfortable with them being like he's the guy I will never like not be on his side oh absolutely I think that him hitting that tonight for the thunder to win I feel like that is a vibe yeah I feel like there were a lot of happy people even though like we shit the bed in the fourth and it was just the the Hornets, like, I get that. I think that that was the most fun ending that we possibly could have had. For SGA to, like, yeah. full dumb and dumber moment, and then you go and totally redeem yourself, because <laughs> I'm writing Shay out an award. Like, I'm like, hmm, 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 you know what I mean, ready, and then he hit it, and I'm like, you know what, I see you. <laughs> I see you with that redemption shot. <laughs> but it was a super fun game. 109-107 by the skin of our teeth. Because Charlotte came back with those threes. Who It was Bridges, mm -hmm. Graham. Who was the other one? There was one more, and they were just wildin'. Yeah, I mean, I just thought we had a really comfortable lead. Like, the vibe was right. Mike Moose is hitting threes, you know, all the stuff. And then um, not only was it it not good, like, there was a portion <laughs> that was really, really bad. Like, you know, like, oh. And then I was like, we need a captain. Who's going to do it? And SGA waited until 1.4 seconds left to decide that he was the captain, but at least we got there. Yes. It could not have been a better ending for even just the conversation that we've just had about what we're wanting to see about, like, our nerves for him to be the captain. And then he was like, okay, girl, watch this. Um, do you want to know what I realized about SGA tonight? What? You know, like, especially when I was in high school. So I graduated in 2009, right? So the thing was, you had those little Sophie shorts and you rolled them over. Yes. Like, you rolled that them was once. Also, I mean. Like, rolled them twice and you're a little risque. SGA rolls his pants, his basketball shorts. I see the tag. Mm-hmm. 
and I can't let it go because I just go back to high school and I'm like, is it one or two roles, sir? Because that tells a lot about you and I need to know. <laughs> um, two I'm roles gonna... is risque. Fashion does come on a wheel <laughs> and it repeats itself because they were also a thing for yes. us. And yeah, if you were rolling it, how many times yes. was the question? Yes. But you notice the, the things I shit. notice. I know. I'm like, <laughs> is this a thunder recap or what? Because, okay, he rolled his shorts and I saw it. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> but if it's not, if it works, it's not weird. Like, yeah. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your, um, you already gave your cupcake. So do you want me to give a cupcake first? Yes. Poku, I hate to do to give you cake, but on your birthday, Aww. I know he was hurting <laughs> me tonight. Um, the pat on the head from Lou, I was like, "Let him eat cake." Yeah, it's a. Ooh. It's Whoa. a. It wasn't very good, you know, like, no. we're going to do better next time, but this, this was not it tonight. <laughs> if you've listened to us at any of our football episodes, like, we don't like to talk bad about children and no. Poku is definitely <laughs> still a child. So I'm just going to say, here's a cupcake for your birthday. Yeah. Because it was not good. We can only go up from here, though, so... <laughs> Monday, we're going to do better. <laughs> no better, do better. Yeah. That's you. No, I feel like you should go first. Because I went first on cupcakes. So I feel like you should oh. go first. Oh, fine. Uh, George Hill. It was pretty easy. Um, on his first miss of the night he went in and got his own rebound and I love that journey for him I like that effort and he was just you know when he nailed that three it was it changed the momentum for us I think it was in the second he had 21 points and he had a great game as if like the George Hill transition wouldn't have been hard enough for me I'm like why do you have to wear a number three like could we give it a minute? But he did have a really good game. I'm yeah. going to have trouble with him and Uncle Al. I'm going to try not to be a turd burglar about it. Okay. Because he did deserve that. He had a good game. He had a great game. Uh, hmm. I honestly don't know who I want to give it to because I have two that I thought they were both pretty impressive. I guess I'm just going to give it to Lou because I didn't think he had had the best showing so far this season. I thought it was nice that he didn't always shoot the three. Not that I don't want him to shoot some, but he was trying to get to the rim more, which is where he got the second chance points. And he was five of 12, but he did have lots of second efforts. One of four from three, he ended with 15 points. He guarded Gordon Hayward. Hayward. That was Hayward. my favorite. 
and like look good doing it and this was just a much better showing from him my mom was out here again you know like messaging me about Lou all game so yeah he just had a good game yep it was nice I mentioned it at the beginning Lou on Gordon I loved it I loved every minute of it uh Monday Thunder versus Jazz are we there no it's, I think it's home it's our it's I didn't know who's I heard him say home opener but I didn't know who's so oh, yeah That'll be nice. The Jazz are always a big time. Who plays over there that I've forgotten about in the trades? Because <laughs> I'm going to see somebody come on the court. I know it. And I'm going to be like, God dang it. <laughs> I just really shut out a lot. <laughs> just a this total awesome. blackout. <laughs> yeah. So, like, seeing even. And like, like, what everyone else isn't tanking to. <laughs> like. I'm trying to think like who they have and I'm blanking all together. They don't have anyone. Yeah, the Jazz. Oh, no, they have Rudy Goober. Rudy Goober. Oh, because he signed that like super max. Extension, yeah. Okay, Rudy Goober, Bogdanovich. I don't even know if I said it right, but they have him, right? Or does he play for the Trailblazers? Pull lineup up. I'm like, I don't know anything, okay? Yes, you do, because the minute you see it, we're going to be like, oh. But yes, Monday's Jazz, Tuesday's Magic, New Year's Eve with Stevens incoming. Stevens Pelicans, that's what I've decided their new name is. Okay. Oh, they have Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, surprise, surprise. Uh, Mike Conley. Yeah. Rudy Goober. Bogdanovich, I was correct. Good job. So, yeah. Um, Donovan Mitchell. I'm like, yeah, that's the big one. I'm like, there's, I know there's someone, okay? They don't so have anyone who plays for them. <laughs> LOL, Donovan Mitchell. 